the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I am Pastor John Simon and I am with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is the first time you have ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives. We have a great topic tonight, folks. It is about, have, um, and the topic will be reaching the poor with the gospel. Uh, Blaine, Ed, I know that you're excited about this tonight, as well as I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and open up out of uh, Luke chapter 7, verses 21 through 22. And I am going to be reading now the in, um, NIV. So here we go. At that very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, sickness, and evil spirits, and gave sight to many who were blind. So he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive, uh, receive sight, the lame walk, and those who have leprosy are cured. The deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. You know, I just love that. You know, we go by the illustration of what Jesus tells us to do. And mm-hmm. as we're looking at this um, verse here, he was telling John, you know, the Baptist John, his messengers, go tell John what you have seen. So, you know, and what they have heard and seen and that. So, and, you know, preach the uh, message to the poor. I know out there when we're out there working with them on an individual basis, as of you know passing out water giving them clothes and sharing the message with uh, god with them they are very open to listen to you uh very if i'll say out of maybe if i ask 10 people i like to pray with you or do you need prayer nine out of ten will say yes and that just opens the door to give us give us the message to them and you know and you start to see where their eyes start watering up and they start to cry you know that the Holy Spirit is at work with them. And I, I just love to get, sit down with them. It opens doors. They become more aware of um, talking to you about their problems. And they say, you know, it's kind of funny. I needed that kind of a prayer. How would you kind of know what I kind of needed? But, you know, and if you ask them, this is another thing. You, If you ask them, what can I pray for you about? You know what? A lot of times they don't ask prayer for themselves. They ask prayer for their others out there. You know, pray that we're all safe out here in that. And I find that very humbling. Um, so I uh, just want to let you folks know that you can do two things when you're out there working with the homeless. 
and that is um, supplying their needs, and that's giving them clothes, water, um, uh, food, you know, and, and that. And then also that you're also preaching the good news to them, too. Um, I know, Ed, that you talk to a lot of people out there, too, and 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 especially Blaine. We're just out there, and there's times that we're I'm on one end, you guys on another end, another one, and Blaine, you're over there in the middle, and we're just praying, laying hands on people. You want to give a little share on that, Blaine? Yeah, I got to say, you know, they, they are very receptive, like you said, whether um, – it's awesome we can build a relationship. It's so awesome, guys, that we can we can feed and clothe, and they are very excited. I'm really, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a little bit. Um, if I could share with the audience, I'm, I'm I don't want to say the word surprised, but very blessed to see their excitement. You guys, they're excited to see us. They're they're dancing. That one merry man we get there in the show, she just wants to dance. Um, so I just I just want to say that. Um, these folks are definitely very appreciative, but you are right there, John. They are very receptive to the word, and uh, that's where the joy is. You know, the joy is when you bring up a scripture, they say, what's the scripture of the day? Um, is, is just seeing that joy in their hearts. They really want to know. Absolutely, Blaine. Yeah, yeah I remember a, a young man who was out there, and I say young man, he was a young, a young kid. He's probably about 11 or 12 years, about 11 years old. 10 years old and he would come running up there to me and say hey i want to know the scripture of the day yeah. and i would i would sit there and get the biggest smile on my face because here i had a 10 year old kid who wanted to hear about the scripture mm-hmm. and and i used something like jonah and tell him about the well and that and he just loved it tremendously and um and that was really interesting because he started joining into our circles of prayer yes and i thought my you know god you are so good so you just never know who you affect and um and i'm sure he'll remember that for quite some time um but you know um we um we are working in another place now we're working in two places mm-hmm. and um and we haven't got to see them for a long time we used to go there but they got cleared out and now they're back there again and um received that uh phone call for us to go out there and start helping with them so um they were very very happy to see us we haven't mm-hmm. seen them for yeah. about nine months almost quite a year it wasn't quite a year but it was some quite some time and um and we had a few people who were still there that were um who we baptized that's right yep. and um i think you know and they were just they were just so happy just to see us and um and then we would share with us and um prayer was going around like uh you know just as fast as the clothing were going in the food so and i believe everyone took prayer that day except for maybe one or two people um so it, that's a blessing there so um Blaine, I'm going to go ahead and let you. I know that you have some things that you want to talk to the audience about and a scripture. So, yeah, John, I <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but we are very excited to be here, and I don't know how we're all g- we're going to get it in the show today. But um, I, a quick little story, and I, I may have told it before. As John said, you know the 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 lame are walking, the blind are healed, and the poor is hearing the gospel. Well, I've been uh, fortunate enough to be in Africa and watch a man who was lame. His legs were dead for years, and he got up in the name of the Lord, and he walked. And so, But what we get to do here, I mean, God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He can do that. But one thing's for sure, John, we can all pitch in and uh, preach to the poor. Amen. And man, oh, man, it's a blessing beyond measure. So, 
Okay, you guys, I'm going to I'm going to um, just read to you out of Isaiah 25:4, and uh, see how it speaks to your heart. And it says, "The city." Oh, I'm sorry. For you have been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shade from the heat. For the blast of the terrible ones is a storm against the wall. You will reduce the the noise of aliens. Um, When we go out there, you guys, um, you know, it seems like, remember all the years, it'd be raining all around us, and then the the, the sky would just open up, man. But Right above us. Right above us. And and there were a couple times there was some drizzle and we had the shade, but um, it seems like they've always shown up every single week, week by week. And... um, it's it's fun to see that uh, again through the relationship, you, we get to be the hands and feet. I yes, mean, mm-hmm. and you know we never uh, missed a day out there, um, any day. I mean a Saturday right. ever um, for the last four years, going on five years now. Yep, I'm with them. We've always been out there, and they know that we're there. They know that we're going to be there to help them, and they can rely on us. And that's where I think where they uh, it, they go, it goes to their heart. And now, you know, we're seeing a lot of different other people, too. So it's yeah. not the same, same people. You know, there's a couple people that probably are still out there that we know. But the majority, of, you know, we've seen come and go. So I just wanted to let you say that to the audience. <clears throat> I totally agree. But but where, it's, and I, where it says to be a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in distress, and a refuge from the storm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago where we, we just handed out our coats off our back, you know, because they ha- they're in the rain. We can get yeah. another coat. Um, so it's it's definitely a heart issue, and that's our God. That's his love that he's given us. It's, he's given you you guys and all those that serve behind the lines um, that just absolutely love the needy, and are, are we're just there to just help as much as we can. And, uh, of course, always uh, inviting those that are hearing this word to uh, join in. Absolutely. You know, Ed, you have uh, uh, some, I think, a scripture, too, that you would like to read out of and to the audience. And say some things too here yeah i just wanted to also comment on uh your comment about when we started asking for prayer one of the things that got me was when we first started it was kind of a general it was almost like they were afraid to tell what their problems were now you go out there and ask them and i don't care how personal it gets they tell you yeah my leg's not working and i mean so they've opened up a lot so that we actually get the prayer for get to pray for those things that are actually uh, bothering them. So that's, I think that's been a big blessing that they've mm-hmm. been that open. Amen on that. Yeah. One of the, one of the things I wanted, to, scriptures I wanted is in Luke uh, chapter four, verse 18. I'm going to start with 17 because this is uh, Jesus. He goes into his own village and he's going to read uh, scripture. So he goes into the uh, synagogue and, uh, Starting at 17, it says, The scroll of Isaiah the prophet was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. It's verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, and the oppressed will be set free. And then it goes on in verse 19. This is a, this is a good statement. At that time, or, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Mm-hmm. He's announced he has come, the one that was called in Isaiah to do these things. Verse 21 says, he began to speak to them. The scripture you've heard 
just heard has been fulfilled this day. So Jesus is claiming or claiming to be the uh, prophet that was or the uh, one that was prophesied by him by Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, when when we look about what is our responsibility, a couple of shows back, I think we talked about people wanting to know their will for their life. Yeah. And I mentioned there were two wills. One was the common will that we we're all called to do, and the others are personal. Well, this is kind of one of those uh, common scrolls. In Isaiah, uh, or I'm sorry, in uh, Ephesians 5.1, it says, Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you're his dear children. Now, the word imitate there is actually the word where we get mimic. Mm-hmm. So we are supposed to mimic everything we've seen of God. So now coming back here to verse 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me with good news to the poor. Amen. So yeah. when we go out there and we start talking to these people, we have to realize that that's an anointing by God to go and share the gospel with these people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, uh, it's the calling of, of all Christians to go and share the gospel. So this one, this one is really important in that, uh, like I say, he's talking about not only being appointed, but this is Jesus. Mm-hmm. He was anointed. Yes. And we have the same calling on us today that he had that day. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has appointed me, he has anointed me, to bring good news to the poor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and I think <clears throat> we we were talking about this the other day, uh, last night on the phone, um, about how the end time is coming, and we look at things that are going on today, uh, things that we did just unsuspected. I'm going to mention the article. Okay, there is an article out that says that the Catholic Church and the Muslims have joined together for a common religion called Chrislam. Yes, that's right. And they've already already got their building supposed to be in in effect next year. Yes. So we're getting down to the end days. And uh, and you read about the the peace treaty that uh, Trump started over there. It's still in progress. So, so many of these things that are predicted or, or prophesied are beginning to come true. Mm-hmm. I say this because the closer we get, the more we should be out there sharing the good news. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, we should be out there making a point of every opportunity, trying to get people to understand Jesus and to come and be saved. And as as the time gets closer, uh, I think we need to be more and more conscious of people who are who are lost, mm-hmm. yes. and they need the help. It's not just the poor. Uh, we could almost say the Spirit of the Lord is on me, for He's anointing me to preach good news to the lost. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, and we just have to begin to take take uh, take advantage of the opportunities. You're absolutely right. Um, and I was going to say, not to interrupt you for a second, but it put on my heart there. 
that, you know, it's not about only preaching to the poor. Like you were saying, you can preach to the, you know, to your friends, your neighbors, even your colleagues. And, and you can, you know, people who you work with and that are having a bad day, you know, you can take them aside and pull them aside and say, Hey, look, um, I know you're going to do some things here. Do you mind if I pray with you? And you can, you can open up with that and you can share with them what God has done for you. Um, it's not as hard as a lot of people think, you know, and it's, and it, you know, and it, I understand. I remember um, when I was um, first going out and, you know, and thinking, how am I going to share the good news with somebody? And actually what it was, I started sharing with my friends um, and, you know, they say, Hey John, man, you're just in a happy, good mood today. And I say, yeah, you don't even know what even happened. I got to share this with you. And I would share him a, a, a predicament what happened with me and the Lord. And, you know, and then God was starting to talk to me in my heart. Hey, you're speaking about me and you're sharing the good news. And it's just as easy as that. Yeah. The um, kind of lost track. What I I'm just sorry. Said. I know. I can't. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> but uh, I, oh, I was going to talk about uh, I, I, in, in sharing the gospel, <clears throat> I've uh, I've come to a conclusion, and I come to this conclusion a long time ago, but I haven't really put it in practice like I'm going to, I think, from now on, uh, that the, the gospel is meant to be offensive to people mm. because it's totally different than what the world offers. And so when you worry about somebody's going to be offended by this, I think we've got to get over that and, yes. and just be offensive. But at least they've heard the good news. In a loving way. In a loving way. There you go. Now, I've, got a, I've got a funeral coming up here in a few days. I know that most of the people that are going to be there are not Christians. Mm. My, I, I'm having a little trouble in how to get into it. But once I get into my, what I'm going to say, I've decided to go ahead and be offensive. And when I talk about uh, the father has uh, many uh, mansions in his uh, in his house, I'm going to have to emphasize that's for those who believe in Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to go into the hell part, but I think we need to just really start getting comfort. Not I don't necessarily mean confrontational, but stop being uh, uh, cautious. So cautious about how we share. Maybe um, aggressively loving, aggressively. Uh, yes, I like that. very, I very like much. That. Yeah. Loving aggressively, man. Yeah. You know, we don't hear much about preaching on um, hell very much. And, you know, if you really look at the Gospels, Jesus talked more about hell than what he did about salvation. Yes, he did. He did. So there's a reasoning for that. Um, he wants people to understand that it's um, he loves us and cares for us. And it's just our actions. That we do that yeah. just, you know, don't correspond with his his commands, you know. So, you know, folks, it's um, when you're sharing it, do it in a loving way um, and explain to him, hey, I'm just telling you this because I care for you and I don't want to see you going down that road, you know, to lead the other path. So you're absolutely so correct on that, Ed. You know, you it, you got to you got to come out and say it and be and let and it comes from the heart. Let the Holy Spirit take over and oh, let yeah. Him speak. Absolutely, um, you you'll be amazed at your words that come out of your mouth sometimes because the Holy Spirit is directing you in the right thing to say to that person. Yeah. And yeah, every time. And uh, and I think you guys um, right. Not that I just think I know that. In my life and yours and really our listeners and the time that we spend with the homeless ministry and we ask them what they need prayer for, 
when they can see that we can talk like we are right now mm-hmm. to our loving Father, um, it impacts them. Like you say, they start crying. Not just the homeless. Uh, this happened. We were at a Brandon Hills gathering um, this weekend. It seemed like we were praying and anointing um, for many. And praise God, a woman came to know Jesus. So it is with the loving. It's, it's for everybody. It's for the lost. But I've noticed, you guys have noticed this too, and again, our listeners, um, you know how God used you, but when we say, once we pray for somebody, it's amazing, not only does that touch the core of their hearts, but it seems to soften that heart, and then they want to know a little bit more, and then we get to share, and um, we've all seen God just do some great and wonderful things. I know for me, um, when people say, hey, will you pray for me? I like to pray right then. Throws them for a loop sometimes. Oh, yes. Yes. It's like, I'll pray for them later, but we're going to pray right now, and you just belt it out. So um, praise God, it touches hearts. And um, it's so many things. It's all about the love, but it's all about Jesus. Um, it, do, do I have time for a scripture? Yes, you do. Oh, okay. Um, again, you know, we can encourage one another. That's what we're here for, folks. Um, but I've got a scripture also. And, and t- tonight's message, of course, was reaching the poor with the gospel. Um, I want to read out of one of the Psalms. It's Psalm 69.33, and it says, For the Lord hears the poor and does not despise his prisoners. Mm. Um, he hears our call. Um, being, again, blessed enough to be in, in Africa a couple times in the Philippines, it seems like we can always run to our bank accounts, run home, run to the food, our resources. Um, there's many out there, they don't have any resources, and they run to God, and he hears mm. them. And so I just, I just want to put that one in. It was, it was just a last-minute uh, scripture I wanted to get out there and uh, just praise God. You know, we, we get to be the hands and the feet. You know? Amen. You know, and you're not doing anybody any good if you don't go out and tell them what exactly what they're airing in. You know, um, and you know, and you got to let them know in a nice way, too, in a loving way, we call it. Um, have, yeah. you, have, you ever, have you ever stole before? And they'll say, yeah. And then you'll say, have you ever used your na- Lord's name in vain? Yeah. Have you ever lusted after a woman? Yes. Or a man? Yes. Or, you know, and, and you let him know that, you know, hey, look, we've all done this. <laughs> we have all sinned. And, you know, and, but I care too much about you to see you go to hell. And, you, and, you know, and I've got to share this with you. Because I want you to be aware, and once you show them that, and you say, hey, I have a loving God, he loves and cares about you, he just don't like the actions that we do. But if you repent, and you repent to the Lord and make it your Lord is your your Savior, then you will have that home, Ed, that you were talking about in his mansion. And so are, are are we being loving if we're not saying it? Are we so you got to, you know, I don't want to sit in front of the Lord and say, John, you had a whole bunch of chances to go out and speak and help others. Why didn't you do it? Well, Lord, I was scared and I didn't know how to do it. Well, isn't aren't you supposed to rely on me and lean on me? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, folks, um, I, it, it, it just takes to start at some place. And like I said, if you want to be comfortable, do it with your family. If start if, with your family, if you know that none are really close to the Lord, um, work like that. Work on your friends and that and that and um, let the let the Holy let the Holy Spirit really um, guide you and mm-hmm. lean on the Lord for that. Um, so I know we're we're all made of many body um, we're min- many parts of the body, so it all helps in the church. But if you really want to go out and preach the word, 
start there. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the good things of when you go to share is your testimony. Mm-hmm. Yes. How has your life changed? Because coming to Christ is a life-changing experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, kind of interesting is I, uh, I had a, we're supposed to keep uh, your testimonies down to three minutes because people lose interest after sure. three minutes. But what I have found is those three minutes are different depending on who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm old enough. I've had enough experiences in life that I could talk to younger people. Right. Somewhere along the line, I've had an experience there, and that's the section of my <laughs> my testimony that they hear. Yeah. And uh, so it helps them because they can relate. You know, perfectly put, Ed. So, folks, with the, um, what we're speaking here is that I believe that in some way or another, we all been anointed to preach the good news. You can definitely share what God has done for you. So I know, gosh, our time is coming to an end again. Mm-hmm. And where did the 30 minutes go? It's just unbelievable. But I just want to reach out, and um, I want to thank uh, Kim and Anna from Goodwill. They uh, really, uh, really are there to help us, to help the poor and the needy out there. And I just want to tell them, hey, I want thank you very much, Goodwill, for all you do. I'd like to also reach out to Javier and his family at Sombreros and tell them thank you so much for helping us feed the homeless out there. And I just want to say, folks, if you um, don't want to go out and preach the good news, that's okay. God's got other things in the church to do if you want to do that. I know that we are many members of one body. so But um, we are also a 501c3 nonprofit. So if you'd like to make a donation to us, you can get on to our um, website, um, Cornerstone Transitional Housing, and go into that and make a donation. Or you can give us a call at 619-715-6915. Again, that number is 619-715-6915. I'd like to uh, say thank you to uh, Stephen Forsyth at the Alcohol and Westland Church for all your help that you do and provide for us um, an outreach. And I just want to say, folks, God loves you. God cares for you. And I want all of you to have a great night. And don't say, forget to say your prayers. God bless in each every one of you. Amen. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.